Good morning. This is Alicia Wellington. Dare to disobey. My text is taken from Esther chapter 3. What do you do when you receive instructions and you disagree with them? I work in the public service and there we are told to comply once it's a legitimate instruction and then complain. King Ahasuerus issued a legitimate instruction, but Mordecai refused to comply. It was not that Mordecai had an issue with the king's instruction in itself, because the Jews did bow down to governmental authority, Genesis 23, 7 and Samuel, 1 Samuel 24, 8. Instead, Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman because of his ancestry. God had commanded the Jews to completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven, Deuteronomy 25, 17-19. And so for Mordecai, bowing down to Haman would have been the equivalent of acknowledging him as a god, and that did not sit well with his religious beliefs. I want to look at this from the point of view of a court hearing. So the charges. The charge that was laid against Mordecai was civil disobedience. Verse 1 says that after these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman, the son of Hamed, Hamedata, the Agite, and advanced him and established his authority over all the officials who were with him. All the king's servants who were at the king's gate bowed down and honored and paid homage to Haman, but this is what the king had commanded in regard to him. But Mordecai, a Jew of the tri tribe of Benjamin, neither bowed down nor paid homage to him. Then the king's servants who were, the king's, who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why are you disregarding the king's command? Now it happened when they had spoken to him day after day, and he would not listen to them, that he told Haman to see whether Mordecai's reason would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. So second, the consequences. The consequence of disobeying is that it will cost you your life and that of the loved ones. In some instances, Haman went after Mordecai's family the entire Jewish clan. Verse 5 says, When Haman saw that Mordecai neither bowed down nor paid homage to him, he was furious. But he disdained laying hands on Mordecai alone, for they had told him who the people of Mordecai were. So Haman determined to destroy all the Jews, the people of Mordecai, who lived throughout the kingdom of Ahasuerus. And similarly, Satan strikes in our areas of vulnerability. If you refuse to bow down, he will go after your life, as the three Hebrew boys, your family, and you. Ask Jesus. The court hearing. In the course of this hearing, I discovered some things about the prosecuting attorney. First, he's an incurable optimist. He waits you out. In the first month, according to the text, it took 12 months for Haman 
to actually approach the decay. It says in the first month, the month of Nisan, which is March to April, in the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus, Haman cast poor, that is lots, cast before him day after day to find a lucky day to approach the king, month after month, until the twelfth month, the month of Adar, which is February to March. Haman was plotting the Jews' demise for 12 months, waiting for an opportune time to approach the king. Similarly, Satan waits for a vulnerable moment. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walketh about like as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 2. He's a skillful liar. It was a one-sided affair. Haman brought the charges, determined the Jews' guilt and the punishment. The king simply complied. At no time did the king ask to hear the Jews' defense. Satan is referred to as the accuser of the brethren, and sometimes he spins his yarn so tight that we are convicted in a court of public opinion without speaking a word. But take heart, in the previous podcast, I told you that the fight is fixed. Even though the enemy throws the opening salvo at you, God determines the outcome. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans of a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Verse 8, Then then Haman said to King Ahasuerus, There's a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of your kingdom. Their laws are different from those of all other people, and they do not observe the king's laws. Since when being different is a sin? But the enemy will attack you at the very point of your refusal. He will come after you with your faith, and your stance. Others, as we saw in verse 3, will call you out based on your difference or refusal to conform. The issue is whether you can withstand the pressure and hold your position when you refuse to bow. The conclusion. God will never leave you nor forsake you. When you take a stand for him, he appeared in the fiery furnace with the three Hebrew boys, shut the mouth of the lion for Daniel, sent angels to refresh Jesus in the desert, and turned the hand of the tide for the Jews. Despite what unjust law, decree, or situation you are facing, I dare you to take a stand for the Lord. I bless you and do have a wonderful day.